Welcome to Drink This Beer, a show dedicated to craft beer and the people who make it. Each episode, we'll get the stories behind the brews you love. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Welcome to the latest edition of the Drink This Beer Craft Beer Podcast, where we talk to the brewers from around the country and around the world about the beer you love and the stories behind it. That's right. We've got a good one for you today. In fact, if you haven't heard of Melvin Brewing, then you really should, and you're going to right now, as a matter of fact. That's right. And so we're going to be talking to co-founder Jeremy Tofty about right. his brewery. Yes, we just got an Damn introduction straight. to him. So, hey, guys, how you do- how you doing, Jeremy? Oh, phenomenal. Thanks for asking. Absolutely. I try. So we got the chance to meet up with you and your national beer sales ninja, Ted Whitney, at Hunapu's Day. So how was the event for you guys? Oh, it was great. You know, it's my second time ever to Florida. The first time was at the first Oompa Loompa Day. That's and, right. Uh, Oompa Loompa Day. Good times. Just a good, good excuse to go to Florida every other year to realize how sad and depressing it is so that it makes <laughs> our lives on the West Coast feel that much better. Now you're pressing me, Is so it, that's it. That's, that's brutal, man. Exactly. I love Florida. Ooh. I don't know. This interview may be over. We're oh, man, already getting some hate brought in good. here. So it's all good. Did you get a chance to go out and check out any other beer while you were down there, or did you just do Hunapu and get out of there as fast as you could? No, no. We went to uh, went to a bunch of places. Uh, went out to uh, Dunedin, Dun- Dunedin, Dunedin, right? I think. Dunedin. Dunedin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's there's some fantastic places out there. Man, great people. Everyone was so stoked on beer. That's uh, that's what happens when you don't have any hobbies, I guess. Because you're in <laughs> sure. Florida, might as well drink, right? That's right. So no doubt. Yeah, good, good beer town. I, it's my first time actually doing craft beer in Tampa, Dunedin, St. Pete area, and it was it was, it was a really good beer town. So speaking of good beer town, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. No, that doesn't make any sense, but that's okay. <laughs> so I think we could spend the whole time actually talking about your backstory. I kind of boned up uh, doing some research before. So tell us how Melvin came into being. Well, I guess it all came down to. I had a restaurant, which I still have, called Tie Me Up. It's a Thai restaurant. And the only reason I started it was because I was a waiter at the restaurant when it was a rib place, just snowboarding every day and working waiting tables every night. And they went out of business. I hate when that happens. Guy called, yeah, we called this guy Steve the Walking Heart Attack. He, uh, <laughs> he sounds nice. Yeah. He left with all the money at the end of the summer from all the investors, took all the cash. Oh, man. And just skipped town. And uh, so the place was empty. Talked the landlord into giving me the space. Had no idea what I was doing. And uh, spent the next few years just bartending. And then we tried to start a brewery on the town square because Jackson is this really big tourist town because you have to go through Jackson Hole to get to Yellowstone National Park. Okay. So it's just a big town full of real estate offices, t-shirt shops, and uh, more t-shirt shops. Yep. And so we couldn't get on the town square. The town wouldn't give us a liquor license. So I sold the restaurant on eBay, went surfing around the world for two years. As you do. You yeah. Just, yeah. eBay's the greatest place to sell your uh, business. Yes. $250. That's, That's a same. There yeah. you go. I didn't sell for 250 but hmm. it cost 250 that's not and a bad so, real estate fee, then. Actually, exactly, yeah. the transaction oh, fee is totally. good. Yeah. And these uh, these kids that took it over from Detroit put it out of business in two years, and my landlord gave me the place back, so I got it for free twice. That's awesome. And uh, and that's when the nano kind of brewery technology, if you want to call it technology, I guess, that's when it became easier to get. And we put a twenty gallon system in there, in like one hundred and eighty square feet. 
and wow. started making IPAs because we couldn't get IPAs in Jackson. I'd be scared of the building. I mean, this guy's given this away to you a couple times now. It sounds a little fishy <laughs> to me, man. So, it is. <laughs> you want uh, this building? <laughs> Not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so you said uh, you started focusing on IPAs, and, of course, you're very IPA-centric now. Um, is that, again, I'm assuming that's your favorite style, and it's just something, like you said, something you can't necessarily get or couldn't necessarily get in Jacksonville at the time? Yeah, exactly, in the good old days. Yes. Back in 2010. <clears throat> so I was looking at uh, at your, your website and your beer offerings and that. So we've got uh, – we're actually drinking Asterisk right now. And uh, we would be drinking a two by four, but Aaron hoarded them all. I did. Yeah, I did. Aaron, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, we I see had, how we it had one is. So. Day, so I just, uh, you know, I assumed that it was in my other stash, but I did not have it. But we've got so. some Citradamus here and Lambda, 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 and uh, Drunken Master. And a Drunken Master. Do you do in? Are, do you intentionally avoid beers that are not hoppy or end with PA? Well, you know, we have a bunch of beers. Yeah, my good friend, there's a place called Barley Browns. Mm-hmm. It's a, in a little hick town like ours in Oregon. And they get gold for their Shredder's Wheat almost every single year at World Beer Cup or GABF. And he was the first guy to tell me, Jeremy, don't get focused on the IPAs. Because if everyone just knows you for IPAs, they're never going to drink your other beers. And he can't sell a Shredder's Wheat to save his life. So we decided to ignore all of his advice and just make <laughs> yes, IPAs. Yes, There you go. I like that. If you don't make anything but IPAs, then people can't ignore them. That's right. And yes. We have like, you know, we have Blondales and Belgian beers and Imperial Stouts. But who really cares about those? That's not, right. Not the consumer. Bring on the hops. Absolutely. That's right. So what? why Melvin? Where'd the name come from? Tell us about the name Melvin. Do you know what a Melvin is? Well, there are several different Yeah, types. I'm going to let you tell me. Favorite? I'm going to... <laughs> Can you plead the fifth on a radio I, I show? Say, is, it a, is, it a, is it a family show that we're talking about here? I guess That's not. It. Yeah, what's yeah, my I favorite? I do not have. I, I can say that honestly. There's my favorite answer. I do not have a favorite Melvin. <laughs> well, it is a front wedgie. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That is definitely not my favorite. <laughs> Excuse me. And- we were just making beer on a 20-gallon system and then a three-barrel system a year later. And I was brewing all day, bartending at night, and I thought it would be really funny if people came up and said, hey, can I get a Melvin? <laughs> Why, yes, you can. A, and then a beer. A and, yeah, and then they'd give us like five bucks. And, uh, <laughs> it seemed really funny at the time, never knowing we were going to move outside of the Thai restaurant. And it's still funny. It's still, yeah, exactly. It's still funny. The inside joke for all you guys. So I definitely noticed yeah. that you guys have a good time uh, when you guys are out and about. So that's cool. Yeah, we're, we're talking. Um, we have an, uh, an event coming up in Portland during Portland Beer Week. And uh, it's been a lifelong dream to pull this event off, but nobody will do it because of insurance reasons. <laughs> Go on. So, <laughs> yeah. So since we have a, a Thai restaurant originally, and our name is Melvin. We're renting a crane that'll take people up 60 feet. We're going to design a harness that resembles someone getting a Melvin. <laughs> and we're going to give people a fanny pack with a bunch of ping pong balls in them. And so we can tell people to come down to the ping pong show and get a Melvin. <laughs> and so we're going to lift, lift them like 60 feet up in the air. 
and they're going to throw the ping pong balls into uh, buckets below. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I just, this isn't really related, but based on the conversation I've had, have you ever brewed with any, say, alternate hopping materials that, that may be legal in some Western states? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, Just checking. Not yes. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, now, but you yeah. know, talking about your your ping pong <clears throat> joke, this this reminds me when we uh, uh, when we talked there to Ted, he mentioned when you guys got your t shirt cannon because we were we were at GBF when you guys were driving up and down the road causing a ruckus and shooting t shirts at people, and he he told us about when you tested the t shirt cannon. So so what happened there? Oh, all kinds of stuff. We were putting yogurt. Someone told us to put cans of like little you'll play yogurt in uh, in there. Yes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it always makes a mess either. Yes. <laughs> but when that thing hits the wall, like if yogurt hits the wall, oh, there's nothing like it. Are you guys hired? I mean, I want to come out there <laughs> exactly. Is it, yes. Do that, so. Jackson Pollock with yogurt. That's fantastic. Yes, so, absolutely. So now uh, you've expanded last year and you opened a several seven barrel brewery in Bellingham. And that's um that's my home territory actually. So what? I grew up in Coopville, Washington. So oh, nice. Yeah. So out there on the island, and uh, you know I've got, tra- traveled to the the Ham and uh, the uh, Mount Vernon area quite often actually. So going to the Bellis Fair Mall back in the old days. Oh yeah, I used to cruise for chicks there. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you know we couldn't because we were just country hicks from Whidbey Island, but uh, and we yeah. uh we call it uh Mount Vernon actually. I like that. Mount Vernon's Mount good. Vernon. So, yeah, yes. that's very key. So, so cool. So, um, yeah, so I want to make sure that hometown connection was there, and we're good to go. Make sure it's snowed. You guys are cool, huh? Exactly. Guys, we're going to take a short break here real quick. We're talking to Jeremy Tocti. He's the co-founder of Melvin Brewing Company. More Drink This Beer right after this. More Drink This Beer with Tim and Aaron coming up after this. Hey, this is Aaron. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We've got some really awesome things that are coming soon that will help us engage with you some more. We're not going to lie to you, though. It takes time, effort, and money to produce this show every week. So if you'd like to be part of the Beer Guys family, we would love your help. Head to patreon.com slash beerguys to become a sponsor. We're not going to beg. Okay, maybe just a little bit. But hey, we've got some great swag for those who become a sponsor, and you'll be among the first to know about the great things that are coming to the Beer Guys universe. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash beerguys, or you can go to beerguysradio.com and click the sponsor link. We thank you for your support, and cheers. Welcome back to Drink This Beer with your hosts, Tim and Aaron. Welcome back to Drink This Beer. We're talking with Jeremy Tofty from Melvin Brewing. And so we've cracked open some of your beers. We've talked about your backstory. Now let's talk about the real stuff. Let's talk about the beer. Beer. Exactly. Talk about beer. So, yes. so go ahead. Jeremy, what's your craft beer story? How did you get involved with, with craft beer? Well, I was kind of born into it, I reckon. Uh, my old man was a beer distributor. Okay. And he uh, worked for Miller, a little company out of Milwaukee. I've heard of them. I've heard of them, yeah. yes. And he worked for Hams. The Beer Refreshing. Uh-huh. It, and then uh, basically I just started drinking craft beer with like Red Hook, Pyramid, Burt Grant, all those when I was in my teens because I worked for him all through high school and college. And then he refused to pay me over 10 bucks an hour, so I quit. And then I got into restaurants and drinking beer. 
And he always makes fun of me because I never wanted to work for him because all he did was work his entire life away. Because that generation, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Sure. And now, like, work more than he ever did. But it's not something you was, love, though, right? And you just kind of... Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I might be on the beach right now surfing. So not so bad. No, there are sure. worse things to, places to be. Absolutely. Serving. Exactly. Absolutely. So what's uh, what's the first beer you ever brewed? Oh, man. Jeez. I think it was a brown ale. The tough questions there. Exactly. To think back. Yeah. In Bend, Bend Oregon. Where I, we were there yesterday doing a beer with Farley Browns and Boneyard. Okay. And nice. I just went by my old, my old house that I used to brew beer in when I was 18. And... Yeah, it was a brown ale. And I remember <laughs> I made a porter in like two days because, you know, there, not that I'm old, but there was no internet back then. Yes. Yes. I remember those and days. So you would just like put the yeast in and I just remember the beer was done in like two days and we had it in a keg on like day three. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Quick That's and ready to go. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The first beer that I ever brewed, I took it to a homebrew club meeting here and gave it to them and they passed it around and people kind of blank faces. They said, well, it tastes like beer. So that's yeah. that's a good start. That was that was my first beer. So I say a, uh, I don't know, an ESB. And, okay, that was well, my first so beer. That was an ESB. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So something that's not so simple is uh, your two by four double IPA, which I've hoarded in my fridge. But uh, that's what you're known for. It's what a lot of gold. Tim's shaking his head at me. It's terrible. Stinking Aaron. <laughs> Tell us He's a little bit. Of, angry. I know. I know. Right now. I know. He's lucky that I got to try it down at Hunapoo's. Exactly. Because now at least I'm good to go there. I thought so. I had one in there. Anyway, yeah, we've got, um, it's won a lot of gold. Uh, tell us a little bit about that beer. How did you guys uh, get that started and get that formed? You know, when I was brewing at Time Me Up slash Melvin, it was more for just fun, which I, it's always for fun. Yes. But I was friends with this guy who was the head brewer of Pizza Port. And if you don't know what Pizza Port is, it's kind of like the quintessential South Californian brew pub. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We had Carol Strauss making kind of the, the lagers. And then Pizza Port was making all the, the hoppy IPAs, double IPAs. And their head brewer, Kirk McHale, who's a force to be reckoned with, who's also known as the old dirty brewer. Oh, DB. He, he either fired or got quit. Depends who you ask. And I saw that as my opportunity to pounce. So got a hold of him. So come on up to Jackson. Let's hang out. Uh, we brewed the Melvin IPA and the 2x4. Just like off, just spitballing ideas. Like, what's this? what would this taste like? How about those hops? How about these hops? And Amarillo's had just come out. It was so exciting. Yeah. Like the coolest hop ever. And now it's like, whatever. I still like Amarillo's. That's it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Now, two by four is not just a beer; it is also a very special day, correct? And we just uh, just missed that. You had that back a little earlier this year. Two by four day. What's uh, what's that all about? It is February second, two four. Wait, should I start over? It's February fourth. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about bringing kind of our brew pub. Okay. To the masses. The, this is our second annual. A year ago, we did uh, two by four day, and that was the first time we released beer from our production facility, and that was uh, that was fun. We did twenty four bars across the nation. This year, we did forty two, and at our brew pub in Jackson, 
That's awesome. We don't have any. We have TVs, but we don't have any sports. We just play kung fu. <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, the music's always hip hop, and the bartenders are always having fun and being jokesters. And sometimes I'll dress up like ninjas. Okay. So we send kung fu and hip hop and and uh, ninja outfits to all these bars, and they just get to clown around and have fun and pretend like they're back in Jackson Hole, and turn people onto our beer. And then also, this, it's kind of funny when we got that gold for, what was it, World Beer Cup for 2x4. The guy up on stage was reading, and he's like, and the winner is Melvin Brewing, 2x4. <laughs> and two ever before. since then, we're like, what's the 2x4? So during, <laughs> during Madness, uh, 2x4 day, we find tuba players to go to all the bars and just play Wu-Tang songs. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. So let's see: Thai food, surfing, snowboarding, hoppy beers, kung fu, and hip hop. And that, and you're a happy man, right? Yes. And don't forget the ladies. Okay, oh, we can't forget the ladies. Exactly. That's a given, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, what other beers should we look out for? We've talked about Asterisk and Two by Four. We're sipping Citradamus right now. Yep. Uh, what's a beer maybe that doesn't get as much hype that you'd like more people to uh, to check out there? It's the one called Hubert. Okay. It's the industry favorite. Anytime we go to a brew fest, all the brewers just come up and sip on that one, and that's the one we all drink. We thought we'd be really funny and call it a Melvin Pell Ale because in a lot of the states we were going, they were calling their Pell Ales IPAs. And so we just wanted to up the game a little bit. And if we were like a really established brewery and people cared about us and knew who we were, it might have worked. But they see the MPA, they're like, what's that stand for? And of course, we don't tell anybody what it means online or anywhere. You just have to like figure it out. And that's the one I think people should drink. Okay. Just that. So good. We will look for. I have to look for it then. Check out Love Melvin's Hubert is what you're trying Hubert. to tell us, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Now, uh, just a couple more minutes left here, and uh, we'll let you go. But uh, you participated in last year's Sierra Nevada Beer Camp across America. Uh, what was that like? Holy shit, man! That was the best experience in beer in my life. I bet. Uh, we talked to other people that have done it too, and they said it was yeah, absolutely amazing. We've had Creature Comforts here in Georgia yep. was part of it, and that. So, uh, where does that take place? Do they do it out there in uh, in California or, or Asheville? Uh, both. So they okay. Flew us to Asheville and to Chico. All right. Treated us like like kings. So you know, cause it's a great idea. Like they're gonna learn. We're gonna learn from the old dogs, and they're gonna learn from the new dogs. Yep. Everybody wins. And a <laughs> funny thing happened. When we were flying down to the the Long Beach airport for from Portland, Oregon, me and my at that time girlfriend got from the coast all the way to the airport, going like ninety miles an hour, trying to get to the airport, got there, ran up to the counter. I got my ticket within like a minute before it closed, and then it turns out I forgot to buy her a ticket. Oops. So she didn't get to go with me. But then, you know, everyone's favorite hero in the world, Ken Grossman, actually remembered my name this time, and he told everyone the funny story about me losing my girlfriend. That's it. There you go. Ditch her at the airport yeah. for beer. I that's like that. That's a great Grossman story. That's you know, I haven't been to Chico, but I did. I have been to Asheville 
without a doubt the most impressive brewery I've been to. Just an insane Every, facility there. Everything they do, they do it right. It's insane. It's such a good role model. Definitely. Just do what awesome. they do. That's what I say. Okay. You know? That do makes what, sense to me. Do exactly. It. Yeah, they're a good one to follow. Yeah. Jeremy, if people want to find out more about Melvin Brewing, where would they go? Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. That's or easy maybe, enough. Or melvinbrewing.com. Do you have a Facebook page? Probably. Probably. So Probably. we'll take a look and see. You know what? Take a look. Maybe they do. Maybe, maybe they, they don't. don't. We'll just Google Take a it. look on Facebook. Maybe right. Twitter. Who knows? But exactly. I heard the kids are doing Instagram these days. Oh, yes. yes. The Snapchats okay. and everything. So, But the best way is to take a trip to Jackson Hole and get a Melvin. Jeremy, thank you so much for talking to us. Jeremy Tofty with Melvin Brewing Company from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This has been the Drink This Beer podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out at BeerGuysRadio.com. We've got more Drink This Beer. We've got the Beer Guys Radio Show. Lots of great info there. Cheers, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. More beer stories? Head to BeerGuysRadio.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Want more craft beer news? Listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, available every Saturday morning. Drink This Beer, produced and developed by Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams, part of the Beer Guys Media Radio Network, beerguysradio.com.